On today's episode, Grand Design gets the grand send-off. Legion tickles our nether regions. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Vertigo has got to go. I'm sorry, Vertigo is gone. <laughs> All this newsflash and more on Homo Superior. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 95. So, uh, last week, uh, Grand Design number two... Uh, came out, Grand Design Extinction number two came out. It's the end of the entire run. Uh, Ed Piscor has finished uh, his magnum opus uh, of his adaptation mm. of the 15, 16 years or so of the Claremont era of the X-Men. Yes. What did we all think? Wow. Well, as a singular issue series, this was the most coherent one. Really? I, I, I thought what? I understood no, I, this I the most. thought it was the are least you, coherent I thought far. it was all I was like, the what the fuck are you people talking no. about? This most recent awful. one was confusing. I thought it was awful. I really wanted to not own it. I I like the other ones better. This like, right. And I was like, why are we listening to, why did we read like 15 million pages about the adversary last time? And this one was just like complete nonsense pieces were like tiny tiny bit of nothing that was supposed to be like 12 issues worth of a thing I think it was the weakest of the bunch oh, it was awful. I have like multiple seizures while I was no, reading it, so I, it no I agree yeah. I think book I think the book we previously read the what book three I think that was the least coherent I think where <laughs> you I'm, electrified cat yeah. like, they use cat again they who, wait, who, who's, who's the writer of this Ed Piscor Ed Piscor loves to call people cows because they also use it in this one and I screenshotted it it was about um, Mystique getting away oh as as a cow Dussa. now yeah. what's her real name Raven Dark Lady Dessa. Lady Oh my god. Lady But so, no, I thought it was, as a person who's like definitely knows, the only real history I have for most of these comics is from the, uh, what is it, the Fleer cards where they like told you about all these events. Yeah. I was like, okay, stats. this event generally makes sense. So for me, this is the era of the X-Men where I started really regularly reading it. Like I, uh, when I was a kid, I got a subscription to the X-Men and so it forced me to get it every month. It was during the sort of the post Outback era, uh, where Psylocke had you know become Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had, uh, Cannon's Frank Quannon's body had become Quanon? Asian. Yeah. Quanon. 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 The, the, the woman that she switched bodies oh, with. Okay. Quanon. I, I don't uh, know. Is it Quanon? What a death shoot. Quannon's. I just thought it was weird how we had so many issues of them in Outback, and that was just like and then it was one thrown out. fucking second, and then we had so much to deal with with them going through the Siege Perilous. When, like, that's the end of this huge thing. It just seemed very bizarre. Like, who gives a shit about the Siege Perilous if all this is happening? It was was definitely, uh, like, decompressed in certain places and really compressed in other places. And I think it just sort of factored in, or it's what Ed Piscor really wanted to focus in on. I think it's, it's, what I enjoyed about it is it's like we're reading these X-Men comics through somebody else's eyes. And I, I, I kind of like that. I didn't think I didn't think it all worked, but it's it's a really neat experiment. I think what fell flattest for me is the fact, and again, this is me being a fan of the Uncanny X Men onward, is that I needed less of book one and book two. Like I wish book one and book two were actually one book. Yeah. And then I wish book three and four were actually two, three, and four because I think I they could have expanded the story. To your point, I think what's what's ruined or kind of like because that's why one and two were so interesting is because even though they were insane and like captured so much they moved at a pace that was like useful but the storylines weren't that difficult to comprehend and in fact most of the dial like most of the storyline was 
sort of dumb narrative, whereas yeah, the these narratives needed a lot more time to breathe. Yeah, so the cool. level of crossovers that happened by the end <coughs> are just glossed over to the point where it didn't make sense. Extinction Agenda, I didn't understand it, even though Extinction <laughs> Agenda is my favorite comic. I, I understand and, and how the women in this confused. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Who cares? In- engineer, blah, blah, blah. They you know, I absolutely love it. They I definitely mean, never, because as like a person who doesn't understand that well, I was like, I, I knew that person, but I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Where did he come from? Which What's is a woman. Story? Oh, what, really? Yeah. Wait, isn't it? No, I don't remember. No, the one who's in charge, the uh, leader. She's... They really do capture how confusing the X-Men past is, though. Which I kind of like. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, hey, like, do you guys really you, like you, this you comic? Not, not I mean, long. you get very confused and not want to read it as much. Oh, see, I, I want to research it more. Like, why is Storm a child? And yeah, like, I know. Like, Who's this guy in a trench coat that speaks in Cajun? Like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, oh what my the god, what's yeah. going on with his cardboard suit? Oh, that's Cameron Hodge. Yeah, yeah I love it. That's Hodge. Yeah, this is Lady Dessa calling somebody a cow. What's she saying? Raven she said, Darkholm. Try to build some rapport, get some good intel out of the cow. So going back to what you were saying, Adam, <laughs> books one and two really what Piscor did was take the old Silver Age uh, X Men comics that like a lot of people didn't read the pre Claremont yeah. stuff. Um, and he created like a coherent story around something that wasn't at all like connected. Yeah. Like it was really, really smart. Here, that's why I liked him. Yeah. This retelling Here, story. he was basically taking something that already had connected tissue that's fair. and then breaking it apart in weird ways. It was. Um, and the uh, the experiment of doing it chronologically because it, it ends with Days of Future Past, which I think is an interesting choice. It's strange. But like the Days of Future Past storyline actually happened. Well before like the extinction agenda and like, oh. and all that kind of stuff. So right. think like if you think about it, like he's doing everything as it's happening year by year in the comics or in real life. In like in comic, probably, real comic. This life. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> let me uh, rephrase that. In real comic life or in comic, comic real life. I'm trying yeah. to remember whether. Excuse me. Um, Days of Future Past happened right before Black uh, Black Phoenix, Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix, or after, right after, right, right after, after. Dark, right after Dark Phoenix saga, because Jean was dead, uh, Kitty had just joined the X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how he okay, was, that makes so much more because I was really confused by how, what was. Ha- that's what really confused me by the end because I was like, what? <laughs> and he combines the future of Days of Future Past and Bishop's future into kind of like one kind of one future. That makes sense, mm-hmm. and he and it's like Ford sort of sends off these different people in like different times. It's like you know he's got Rachel going back at some point. He's got an older Kitty Pride mm-hmm. like transferring her consciousness into the younger Kitty Pride, and then he's got Bishop joining the X Men. You know, right so towards that the end. Didn't of this. happen in the original right. It's, it's, it was no. just Kitty. It didn't make sense. I didn't like Kitty it. and Rachel from the same era, got but it. not not Bishop. It was, it was strange. I mean, and then it ends with Cyclops jabbering about something. Yeah, the, the last thing was like, "Why am I gonna do?" Just a mouthful gobbling on a cock. Just a mouthful. He wants to become a fisherman. What is that like? A big lead? Yeah, it really was so stupid. <laughs> He's Lee Merriweather, yeah. exciting. Yeah. It, well, it was it was Cyclops right after Gene died when he like took a took a, um, a leave of absence from the team. Learned That's to tie the... knots, shuck barnacles. He went on a boat. Yeah, I, this is very... Now I'm really weirded out by this. That it was like... Horrifying. We have to give the artist credit. Yes, it looks very um, nice. It's, it's the awesome. same guy. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he's a different person. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, the hair is just so spot on and all these fucking things. Oh, uh, you mean like it's the barristers? <laughs> it's outrageous, <laughs> but it's so true to the fucking X-Men. Right. Every girl has the biggest hair ever. Wolverine's hair is insane. 
Lalandra's hair is insane. Like it's just it's so good. So I, I the artwork a, does look. I think it's a good match of the original and the weird pulp one from the last one. I thought I, it's like a nice. I, like I said, I love like the the sort of like seventies underground feel for it. Yeah. But I remember in interviews Ed Piscor talking about he wanted to go up to like X-Men number three uh, in the early 90s when they relaunched X-Men. Right. Uh, when they had the blue team and the gold team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was like the that was really the end of the original Claremont era, and it didn't go there, and I was actually a little surprised by that. Is but, there not enough after this to, like, fit, to make a whole, another two chapters or whatever? I, I think there is. I, I don't know. I not Maybe not a whole two chapters, maybe another issue of, like, how the teams became the gold team and the blue team, and the, he, he could have just ended there. Like, I thought he like, wanted to end with Claremont in general. Yeah, that is. That but is that's, what, like, six issues. It, it was. It, but well, it was that like, seems like a boring thing to do for an entire... Well, I don't know if you need another issue. I'm just surprised that wasn't, wasn't here. included. <clears throat> Give him an extra ten pages there. Maybe he does say it's the end of book one, so maybe there will be more. No, we don't need. We don't need. No, this no. is, this is done. This you know what? What the fuck are you reading? I want yeah. a grander design. I want a grander design mm. where someone more takes designing. these four books and makes them one book. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I want to have that turned into toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Flaws aside, I respect the ambition yeah. of, like, of like taking in and, first of all, reading like decades worth of X-Men yeah. comics and then trying to condense them into a mostly coherent storyline that, you know, has all the various parts kind of working together. Uh, well, Seemed weird did not include, I don't know, because um, Claremont did New Mutants and he did um, Excalibur. It seems weird not to include them. Yeah. And X-Factor for a bit. Mm-hmm. The first six issues, didn't he? No, it was oh. Bob Harris and then oh, Louis Simonson. I knew Louis Simonson did from a kid. For me, it really makes Jonathan Hickman's tweet resonate true. Yeah. There's yes. no continuity. Nothing makes sense. Right. Everyone's just doing their own thing. Why are you doing Morty from Rick and Morty from like... Yeah, this uh, is decent continuity. It gets fucking crazier after. Well, yeah, given the amount that I actually understood having read all of it, yeah. uh, I feel like going back and trying to read any part as if there would be any continuity is a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. And then I should just pick like the best runs and oh, treat them as like oh that's true <laughs> of like worlds like don't care about prior history right that's yeah. true of every big comic like that's even with the we've spent two years reading some of the newer stuff and it's like you pick up runs of comics rather than like really trying to fully understand the back and forward history because so much has been like pushed forward pushed back moved around reset <laughs> well, when we gone, started, breadrooms up out the window. Gone through a magical mirror and turned turn into something. Uh, turned into a you purple can't ninja. rescue her. She's malice. <laughs> what a fucking stupid. No, I think she's okay. <laughs> it's like the dumbest person. Uh, well, since you mentioned Hick- Hickman, uh, I didn't realize till this week, and Ryan Kroll made made a lot of fun of me. Yeah, was it's it's, it's House of X and Powers of Ten? Poten. So not Poten. It's, it's not yeah. Hox and Pox. It's Hox Poten. No, Hawks and Pox is fine. Hawks and Poxer still works for you guys. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah. It's powers. So what's that? like a witch's like, uh, little like service. Hawks, Pox, get in here. <laughs> My two cat familiars. <laughs> no, it sounds like a remake of Hocus Pocus, but for like the cool, it's extreme it's, era. It's the porn version of Hocus Pocus. Hawks, Pox, Cox. Wasn't there an X-Men storyline where like each, like, I guess each element had a, Power or something like Iceman was one, and then Pyro was one, and like it was and each power formed something. Do you remember that? Ultra. At all? Yeah. 
Oh, and then like something was earth, and then something was wind, wind. and fire, and, and then... earth, wind, and fire. Oh yeah, that, that was, was a the great storyline. Least agreeable agreement I've ever seen. Well, yeah, <laughs> I made the mistake of talking to Clark directly, so that was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually pretty, like you know, agreeable for him. Uh, so, do we should go into a little bit of news? Breaking news. <laughs> 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 so uh, we saw some uh, uh, pictures of the Black Widow uh, movie, like the set, and there was a new costume hero some in, in the background. Yeah. Ryan, talk us through it. So he looked kind of armory. He kind of looks like um, Robocop. A little bit Robocop. He looks like Dark Hawk as well. <gasps> it's not Dark Hawk, definitely. Um, but, I mean, most speculation is that he's probably Taskmaster, which Ooh. is... I'm up for it. Yeah, yeah I'm up which for Which would be cool. Uh, Taskmaster in the comics actually looks like he's got a skeleton face yeah. and then, like, a cape. Just don't kill him off. He's too good of a character. He, to yeah. I want him to... He's especially really good if they wanted to do uh, a Thunderbolts kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd That'd be, be great. phenomenal for well, it. Well, Taskmaster's he, mastery of tasks. Um, he'll learn exactly. every task. Yeah. He's a task. He knows how to make lists. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really more of a jack of all trades. He, he can learn any skill That's a different from hero. someone. If, yeah, if he sees someone's abilities, you know, like ninja fighting or, you know, gunslinging or anything like that, he can immediately do it. Captain America's shield. Like, he actually has a shield that's like Captain America. Oh. And he's, a, he's, like, he's a mercenary. And he can do them all at the same time. It's, right. it, which I would like for him to do that uh, that Black Widow vagina flip <laughs> on, on her. That would be, be like, really yeah. funny. So do you think that they're gonna have it him be a superhero or more like uh, probably like, like an anti-hero. switches back and forth. No, 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 no. Right. Sorry. When I mean superhero, like that well, he is a superpower power, yeah. or that he's just like Really skilled at that kind of thing. No, no that's like definitely. I really hope it's a super. The other way, it's boring. So yeah. I, I do think they'll probably ground it in realism because uh. do you remember? Do you remember uh, Winter Soldier? They had Batroc the Leaper in the very beginning Silly. of the movie. Yeah. yeah, and also, and he just skipped in the movie. Yeah, he did, but so he looked stupid. great though. It's like, but like Batroc the Leaper is like the silliest of Captain America villains, but he's him. also really, he's wonderful. He's French, first of all. Yeah, silly, silliness factor already, and uh, he has this like <laughs> crazy. French people, French people are silly. <laughs> Have you heard the language? Yeah. It's pretty fucking silly. Oh, I found uh, it sexy. Yeah. Well, it sounds it like can words be... are falling out of their mouth. <laughs> 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 that sounds disgusting. <laughs> German's not oh, that's French Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, if, if it's Taskmaster, that would be very, very cool. Were his powers gifted to him in some way with like super serum or no. were they just no. inherent to it's, him? It's, it's more like a skill them. set than an actual superhero. They'll write a whole thing uh, just like Domino where an old man and an old woman will come with dice and they'll crush them and they'll be like, I can't capture any Anyone's moves anymore. I just what? feel like what? Because like, Domino's no, 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 power. No, no, you, know, you mean in the comic? <laughs> yeah, because Domino's like, power is always fuck? explained as like, oh, she just has natural luck. But now we'll explain it. But now we'll take that power. Is Adam at the score. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, keeping with the MCU. Uh, oh, there's the, another character. We're not going to spoil it, but it's a huge spoil. In the. In the, in the set pictures. Oh. Oh, oh I didn't see that one. I haven't I seen it. But, but is, is it Invisible Man? I thought Man? that's what we were talking about. Is it who I think it is? Yes. Uh, just say no. it. Yeah. Uh, Yelena Belova. Oh, I knew she was going to be in the That's like the bi- I was like Taskmaster. I like him, but this <laughs> is the big deal. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of going to be the one this series is probably going to be about by the end. Yes. That's exactly what like, I predicted, too. Because it's all... Because women cannot fight male villains. She, I love her. I love her too. She's, she's a crazy nuts. bitch, and she turned into a blob monster. Who is she? Talk about, <laughs> who is she, Clark? Talk about her. She's blonde. 
Uh, she's the, the second Black Widow that they used extensively. She's she was dead. She died, then she became a super adaptoid, and then she died again. Then they brought her back, and then she died again, and now she's good again. Who are you, Ed Piscor? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you're Ed Piscor. I keep saying that. <laughs> Who are you? Ed uh, but did you guys hear that? Shut uh, it, cow. <laughs> uh, Salma Hayek is in talks to be in the Eternals film. Uh, Which, what? More. Which, okay, time. so we got we got Selma Hayek now. We got Angelina Jolie. We have Keanu Reeves. What about Kamel Nanjiani? Kamel, Kamel Nanjiani. yeah, yeah. That's and, and Keanu Reeves is not guaranteed that he's going to be in Eternals. They're talking to him about doing something. They but, talk to him about every movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want yeah. him to be something different. Same here. Moon you know, Knight. I'd rather be. But I'd rather be Selma Hayek. Yes, that is actually true by comparison to Angelina Jolie. I didn't mean to say that, but yes, I agree with that. I would I'll prefer be her, but I'd rather her be. Uh, Cersei. Cersei. Cersei then, well, because yeah. I obviously can't stand Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I don't obviously. want to see in a romance period. I'm over it. This Salma cast Hayek is getting very big. Very big. It is, but Salma Hayek is a very talented actress. She, she that's why I love her a lot. But she notoriously hates the MCU, and I won't put up with it. What that. are you talking about? I just made that up, and I'm like, yeah. I had to tear it down from the inside. She's like, I didn't even appreciate it. Was TMZ the first one? I will say, we did forget. So Richard Madden's supposed to be potentially Icarus. So Richard Madden's like, not really that Who's well he? known. Which, what, he's he the Game of Thrones guy. Uh, Rob Stark. Yes. And he was in Bodyguard. Oh, which is yeah. Yeah. He's also and in Rocket Man. And he was in Rocket Man. Yes. I, I love how they pitched this movie of being like, this is the first leading gay character, um, and then they throw in a bunch of movie stars, and he, this character will just be swept under the rug. <laughs> yeah. Finally, our moment. Yeah. <laughs> Annoying. Maybe they're all gay now. The gay That's lead. true. Yeah, they're looking for an That's out true. Asian actor, and then also two more female lead roles: Piper and Karen. Stop. Piper trying and Karen. Wait, did you say Karen? <laughs> Karen. You know Karen? Yeah. Oh yeah. The part of Karen. <laughs> Karen from HR. She's a little bit. Of... I know. It's like Cersei, Icarus, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Karen's all here. It's the character uh, that's not in the original. Karen's power is microwaving fish. Uh, I'm actually am most terrified that they will. Fruit. I'm most terrified that they're going to do something stupid, like have to introduce because like they're a different race of people. They're going to have to introduce like some sort of human character finding the Eternals. That's going to be or what maybe, Karen is. or maybe uh, you know Karen. Um, uh, maybe Cersei uh, finds out that she's not actually human and she becomes no. an Eternal. Okay. Well, <laughs> she's the one who probably knows. Well, what there the you go. Uh, yeah. Um, so, did you guys also hear that uh, Dark Phoenix Will is you doing stuff? Stop so- saying it like that. This <laughs> <laughs> me up. Speaking of movies, um, <laughs> Dark Phoenix is doing so poorly; it's already being pulled from theaters. Goodbye. <laughs> I, think, I thought their actual strategy was to burn the movie theaters down. <laughs> Oh god! Sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I have nothing to say. Him? I kind of feel bad for the movie. I actually. do too. <laughs> it's like not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. It's not good, yeah. but it's not the worst. And I mean, I think it'll it's pick... as good as Venom was, and that made money. Yeah. I think it'll pick up steam over time. That people will still hate X three the most. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's the goal. Uh, Apocalypse, I think, might be worse than X three. Uh, yeah. We didn't we didn't talk about the Shang Chi news with casting. No, Wait. what is the Shang-Chi news? Break it, break it, break it, break this news. Um, I don't remember the name of the actor. Donnie Yen? Yeah, yes, who was, uh, who was in a Rogue uh, One is going to probably be the villain oh, of the piece. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the guy that was in the Power really Rangers yes. might yeah, be Yeah, the, the one who was all like Shang-Chi. crazy ripped in uh, Black oh, Mirror the first he's, episode. He's yeah. so fucking Oh god, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that was him in the new Black Mirror season? Oh my god, yeah, he's a pro. Yeah, he would be great Shang-Chi. 
Yeah, but anyways, uh, that was something that I thought happened this week. Yeah, well, that's I love that breaking news. Yeah, but uh, Doctor Doom, the Doctor Doom movie is—they're uh, still thinking about making it with Noah Hawley. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Not the guy you, who's doing buddy. Legion, which is just weird to me. Why? Hey, you hear I don't that? know. Like, why would they do like a solo Doctor Doom? So he's film? just gonna no. wait for the five years to be up before he decides this, that they're allowing him to happen. do it. I think it's this, this is weird. a nonsense thing that's not gonna happen. Probably not. I do like Noah Hawley a lot. I mean, they, if anything, they're gonna keep him on online for a long time, and then maybe down the road they might do a Doctor Doom. But it's never gonna Idiotic. be anytime soon. Not right. in a. In a worlds of DC, maybe not in like an MCU. Like, yeah. what's the point? Worlds of, of Marvel. Never do that. Never yeah. do that. Yeah. It's like Channing Tatum really wanting Gambit and being like every month, being like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do a Gambit movie," and you're like, "Never no. gonna do it." <laughs> Shut, Shut your up. fucking mouth. Shut up, Channing Tatum. Yeah. He's like, "I'll be directing in the lead role." And you're like, like, "Now, no." Here's my Cajun accent, Shari. Yeah. Um, in uh, <laughs> in other terrible people news, Brian Singer is uh, off of Red Sonja. Yeah. Yeah. And Jill Soloway is on it. Yeah. She was the showrunner for tra- Transparent. Is yep. that right? Hmm. I, I think you are. Only the actor got well, no, 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 it's because I read it and then I forgot because okay. the article we had, sure. I don't think, mentioned it. Okay. Let's say she is. Uh, Which is good. Yeah. So that one also involves someone why, who sexually assaults people. That's good. Why not have a female-led movie actually be directed by a female? It's great. Where, yeah. where the character is raped, and that's... Um, Okay, well, I'll let you take that. Um, it is? Uh, he's it just is. speaking hard truths. Sorry that reality sucks, Ryan. Men are terrible. Moving on. Paul Rudd wants to join Ghostbusters. <laughs> Paul Rudd is not was. a terrible man. That's love, true, yet. Wait till we find out about his genocides. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he released a video on Instagram um, in front of the Ghostbusters. Uh, the car? Or yeah. the or the firehouse? He's the new Melissa McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. McCarthy. He's gonna play uh, the Melissa McCarthy <laughs> in front of Ernie Hudson's house. He just like Instagrams from Ernie Hudson's house. He's like, "Hey, me and Ernie are gonna make a movie." He, Paul Rudd could just be like in front of anything that looks like Batman. He's like, "I'm the new Batman," and people will be like, oh, "Is right, Paul yeah. Rudd the new Batman?" <laughs> yeah. Paul Rudd talks to be the new Batman. Uh, yeah. In uh, other news, uh, they're actually doing a live action Final Fantasy fourteen for Sony, I don't right? Speak on this, yeah. So this crazy. right, Sony signed up to do it with them. Uh, so that's the company behind Netflix is The Witcher, Amazon's The Expanse. Yeah. So they're doing a live action Final Fantasy fourteen show, which is a MMORPG show or team show. Fourteen show, team character. And we don't know what, who it's going to be on. What, like Netflix or Amazon? No, or they didn't whatever. really. It didn't sound like they said. I think they're just literally building the show. So if it's uh, on Netflix, it's going to be good. If it's on Amazon Prime, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be. On, I mean, they're saying it could be on Netflix it's because they actually Netflix did a weird. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if you are you. I feel like you're the one, Clark, that would have seen this. The Final Fantasy XIV Dad of Light, a live action show about a father and son bonding over the game. I like yeah, saw the yeah, video. It was very weird. Yeah. It was like just an actual like regular TV show like. The father and son like playing That's Final Fantasy fourteen and becoming better. Is it a documentary? A no, it's like a it's a non stop film. It's a mockumentary. Film. Ooh, weird. No, I did not know years. that. Mm. Yeah, it's all world building stuff. There's no like obviously clear, and it's a. So what's the deal with Final Fantasy fourteen in general? It's a massive uh, multiplayer game. online what's RPG. The, I know what that what is. Wait, wait, so yeah, it, yeah. it's what's just like it's just like your World of Warcrafts and all that other stuff. What? So. It's interesting because they do what I think would be really cool is there's like I think at this point there might be more than the original like five or six races that I know that they usually say there are. So there's like cat people, beast men, humans, short it's like all the typical like tropes of fantasy. Which Final Fantasy was the one where the wedding dress was important? 
Mm, that's most of there them. Is, um, and, uh, anyone that kept talking about this random wedding dress and they fought a giant turtle? Ten an important wait. Well, Final Fantasy, yeah, Final Fantasy VI, there's the big opera house scene where they fake the wedding or whatever. Oh, I don't know. This uh, is one yeah. that Conan O'Brien did Clueless Gamer on and they f- made fun of it because it was all about a wedding dress in that section. That's weird. So, Catherine why Heigl is it called it. Final Fantasy? Because the original... Because it's over! <laughs> well, no, the original one was made as... It was supposed to be Square's last game because that's all they had the budget for and it was so successful that it just... They kept the name and then they kept making them. Oh. And they're all totally It's a really different cool starting start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like final Why did they choose this one? making them. Yeah. Is this one, like, um, the it, best Because it's mediocrely popular, and if they choose, like, 7 or 10 or one of the popular ones... Oh, well, no, but, well, 14's huge amongst its, like, actual people that play it. It's, like, monthly subscription stuff, so... Okay. It's is a it, dedicated fan most, most recent ones? The Losing Clark, he's young. How, how many are there? <laughs> no, they just fit a 15 released, like, I don't know, maybe two to three years ago. And so, and it was, like, fine. But that's the thing, is, like, they want to do this, which I actually really like, is that they're not trying to do it in worlds are, where things are... I'm assuming maybe they'd reference stuff from the game, but the game is, like, constantly evolving. I think the new expansion pack, Shadowbringers, is coming out. So it's, like, adding new classes and stuff, so I'm not going too far into it. I really want to start playing it, but either way, it's, like, it's it's the same reason why they had the World of Warcraft movie. Like, I think they kind of stole bits and pieces to make a storyline. Mm-hmm. That movie is so but, great. Oh, yeah, I mean, God. <laughs> I know, I'm not holding my breath that this will be any good, but I am excited that they're... Starting with the world and then filling in the blanks. It all depends on who they get to write it. I mean, Castlevania ended up being a really great yeah. adaptation because they got a good writer. So, you know. It did you see that that's the same, uh, the fucking producer guy that did Castlevania tried to, like, showcase his, like, world for, uh, like, a mature Pokemon movie? That sounds awful. Oh, my God, it's so bad. It's, like, it's really funny. I'll show it to you after this. But it's, like, literally, like, the story of, like, Ash Ketchum being, like, they can't be trained anymore. We have to set them free. So it's like this like Fight Club-esque, like, they're trying to release the Pokemon. The first rule of Pokemon <laughs> it is, so, is... It is so insane. Like, Pikachu's ever... getting an abortion in it. And such <laughs> wow. This is going to sound gross for a second. Did you what? ever read the... Oh, that um, shocking brand? Yeah. The nerd cast kind of um, website called Topless Robot? No. That happened like maybe ten years ago I'm to like listening. five years ago, and it's I think everyone over switched over to like Kotaku or something. Uh-huh, All the ones yeah. in that area, he would always do. He would always have a section on Fridays that would make fun of different, um, different. What's the word I'm trying to get to? Anime. Oh no, that too. <laughs> uh, no, like uh, sexual. What's the Positions? Kinks? Fetishes? Deviants. No, I can't think of the word sex anymore. Sex bugs. Uh, sex criminals. Uh, sex, fa- fantasy sex. fiction. Sexual oh, fantasy fiction. Oh, and he, fiction. he made slash... No, just all of them. It made fun of it so goddamn hard. There was a Pokemon one uh-huh. where what it, happened? it Tell was me very more. violent and creepy about like... I don't remember oh. what kind of Pokemon, but it was like beating it and raping it. Oh. And, 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 but like it's a fictional the writer object. was... And the writer found out and got so mad... It makes me so sad. Oh, it was, it was dark and horrible, and so now I can't think of fan like fiction without thinking of that. That <laughs> <laughs> was so well, shockingly bad. Well, why did you write it? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why the guy wrote it. This, this, uh, the right, this mm-hmm. topless uh, robot yeah. guy was making fun of it Warp fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah, let's uh, not. Uh, Joe Hill. Who's Joe Hill? Stephen King's son. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you all knew <laughs> is launching a horror comic for DC. What's uh, supposed uh, to be in did it? Did you say? Co- 
Is it comic or a line? I thought it was it's a, a line. comic line, and he's yeah. done a lot of stuff. I actually read one of his books. Um, it was Cabin at the End of the World, and it was actually really good. I like. I he's won- fairly talented, and he write. Didn't he write Lock and Key? Also, yes. the comic oh, book. Lock which and is, is, is so going to be a TV good. show it's, supposedly. I know. Netflix they, they as well. Keep, yeah, they keep pushing it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Lock and Key is Lock yeah. and Key is quite good. Did anyone else watch Nosferatu besides me? No. No. Was it? I watched good? the first episode, and it was. First two episodes, and it was awful. Do you know, it wasn't until today that I actually spelled it out in my head and realized what it was supposed to be. I know what it's supposed to say, but when I... In zero S... 4A2. Why are we, I, like, I know what it was supposed to say, but every time I see it and I try to think it in my head, I think I just it says no 24S. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, that's like, yeah. That's how you is spell that some sort of secret us. organization? Uh, so it's supposed to be called like Hill House Comics, I think is that the name of the line. Well, I uh, thought they were just trying to get rid of all their comics lines. Just... Oh yeah, five limited series, so a basket full of heads, the dollhouse family. I love, love a basket, basket full, full of heads. Does. Sounds like one of those fantasy oh, Natasha Natasha talking about. Field song. I <laughs> got a basket, a basket full of heads. It's one of Mary Berry's best recipes <laughs> um, so I don't know what DC is doing right now they're bringing in Joe Hill's run but they're condensing everything else so they're getting rid of all their other imprints and just doing like DC like all ages like DC the main universe and DC Black Label, which, remember we read the Batman Damned comic with the penis yeah, yeah. you uh, mean the thing that brought down DC Comics? Did, uh, it bring, did it bring down oh, DC? Oh yeah, this is the one that's caused all this to happen. Oh, The nice Black shit. Label? Yeah, yeah. did. Oh, oh, yeah, certainly. Wow. And meanwhile, in Black Label, they also released uh, this past week Superman Year One, which is Frank Miller's written comic. Oh, Superman. It's finally. Awful. Finally. Lana Lang almost gets raped. He joins, Clark Kent joins the Navy. What? And his penis is always hanging out. Yeah. That, that I'm okay he realized, with. He realized no one could stop him. Yeah. No, Super no, Dick is that cool dick with it. totally changed. So that changed was the entire that. purpose of Dr. Manhattan coming into the DC Universe. Is to show like, some Are wang. you fucking kidding me? You don't wear pants? Why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> and everyone just starts walking around with dongs hanging out. But the sad Even news... Even Wonder Woman. The, <laughs> shocking. Those Amazonians, you know, they're well shocking. hung. The sad news is is that Vertigo Comics, uh, which has lasted for 26, almost 27 years, mm-hmm. is going away. The label is going away. The comics, I think, will stick around. They will still try to do something with that. They, they haven't really announced that. But it's the end of an era. Um, and it's a lot of comics that a lot of us read. Yeah. And it's also the breeding ground for a lot of creators that we really liked. What um, did I say happened? It was like a derelict nursing home by the end where like really the was. nurses are assaulting the patients and stuff and just leaving them to get bed so sores. That's the better, only thing that makes sense. A nicer <laughs> analogy is wow. in its heyday, Vertigo was like The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. No, I don't like and that. Hold analogy. on, let me finish. Well, I can finish my analogy, then you can judge I'm me. I'm going to pour like this water home. all over you. Okay, please do. Uh, I'm a witch and I'll melt. Is It became so popular that it spawned a lot of like people like in its shadow, like you know Samantha Bee's show, John Oliver's show, and those all ended up becoming better than Daily Show once Jon Stewart left. Like the, uh, so Vertigo like was, you had all these amazing comics that happened in the 90s. Bullets. Why the Last Man, Fables, uh, uh, Transmetropolitan, Kill Your Boyfriend, uh, Preacher, all this great stuff. But you had other publishers, like what Image has become now, uh, Oni Press to a certain degree, uh, which has some problems. But like Aftershock Comics, uh, which is publishing Baby Teeth, they, 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 uh, they, they could not exist if not for Vertigo. So um, it's really sad that it's going away, but I think it's probably it's lived past its expiration date. 
Uh, but we should do a little ode to... Well, one uh, of the last ones they had, Border Town, that guy sexually assaulted some woman, and they had to cancel the series. That was one of the four series, the new ones they brought he out. He sexually assaulted someone? Yeah. I didn't know about this. That was the whole deal. That's why they canceled that series, and that's one. That's like the first one, the first new ones that they brought out. Yeah. So they, literally, it's like, they, he immediately hobbled the or? entire thing. <laughs> Well, once it, yeah, every time Clark t- talks, do a memorial. But the movie that's the movie that's coming out uh, with uh, Elizabeth Moss and um, um, Turn what's her face? Around every now and then. <laughs> no, uh, no, the you know the movie The Kitchen. We've seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, that was a Vertigo comic as well, um, and so it was part of the Vertigo Prime There's series. So many, like most people, I think even people that are not comics, like like readers, would actually know a lot of these. It was definitely yeah, for sure. considered, like, I remember when I was a kid, it was considered, like, the cool it was thing. Cool. Or, like, it was cool. Yeah, totally. We can do a yeah, quick let's, in memoriam. Let's do a little in memoriam. You know? No one clap until the end. Uh, here's to you, Vertigo. Um, Sandman. Oh. Transmetropolitan. Don't you whisper. Why the Last Man. It's louder. Hundred Bullets. Louder. Scout. Louder. Preacher. I said louder. Fables. <laughs> the unwritten. <laughs> Kill your boyfriend. Oh, I wish I did. <laughs> Very Unfollow. Oh, no. That was bad. That was pretty bad. Uh, but here's to you. I'm pouring out a little. Nothing. Pour out some water. For the Caleb, vertigo. stop peeing on the floor. <laughs> for the vertigo. No, don't do that. It's his floor. <laughs> he poured out beer last yeah. time that <laughs> happened, didn't he? For the homie. Yeah. It was the killer one. The one All right, homie. All right, enough. That was gorgeous. That was gorgeous. If not louder, how do you know you're memorializing? If, uh, if Vertigo was here today, I think he'd really uh, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Yeah. It's, it's she. Oh, it's a she, yes. Oh, I love yeah, it. It's what she would have wanted. That yeah. was sexist of me. Uh, let's talk yeah, about right. uh, Legion. Season 3, episode 1. Yeah. came out on Monday. I enjoyed it. Oh, it, finally. Yeah. Brent, finally us, it made uh, it somewhat reasonable. Give us a Cliff Notes real. version of the episode. Uh, uh, we are introduced to a time-traveling character who is lured into David's cult where uh, she meets him and then the... What are they? The basket heads? What are they, what are Division they called? Division three. The, the Division three, but he calls them like the basket uh, or something. The Mr. Cooper. The buckethead ass bitches. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> show up and they kill him. And so she is able to travel back in time and warn him about them showing up. Oh, well, Sid kills him. Yes. Sid twice. kills him twice. Yeah. And each time she's able to go back. And upon the second visit, uh, she apparently is traveling through the astral plane and runs into the Shadow King. Who then becomes aware that they've got a time traveler? Yeah, yeah. and a big problem. What and a, a cool looking plane! I like that plane. What a yeah. rough! Yeah, uh, right. this episode would have been a third of the length if the thirty-three percent chance of failure would have just happened at the beginning instead of the end. Wait, what? What? Did, did you guys not hear that? No. The uh, were they? I them the chronic contest. We're watching it. Oh, you mean how the they were like, It's a sixty-seven percent chance of success. I was like, great, I've seen two, so now they're going to escape. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's just very funny. I was like, all right. Yeah, uh, it was definitely the most coherent episode since season one. Mm-hmm. I felt like it definitely. Uh, no, Holly wanted to like indulge in his weird hippie 
like you know late sixties, early seventies. Do you think he likes drugs? Um, I think he loves only, it. only when they come from a pig's nipples. I was just happy that Lauren from Taylor House, did, Taylor House, Terrace House, did a really good job. It, That's the actress. It, yeah. Well, oh she my. wasn't even an actress back then. She was just oh, a right reality now. Show. That's hilarious. Later, God, there was one scene where she's wearing a yellow jacket. I'm like, is that Jubilee? <laughs> uh, I. That it, it made me awful. feel like I was That's watching so my niece. Like succeed, and I felt really good about yeah, it. Yeah, she was good. Is she? She's I had this good. weird. I, for some reason, I thought she was related, related to Fukuyama, the basket head. So you were oh. just shoving any Chinese people together? No. Oh, well, he's Japanese, but she's well. Chinese. That's what was yeah. especially confusing because she spoke Chinese. Like, because when, when they go in her brain when or she, whatever. Well, it's strange because. She is when Chinese she in real English. life, but she was on Terrace House, which is a Japanese, Japanese show. Down. When she immediately spoke English, I was like, oh, that was wrong of me not to realize that. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when she's originally soul-searching, she ends up seeing like that the Asian woman at the counter and that weird... Like I thought that scene was really cool. Oh, but yeah. she's speaking Jap- I thought she was speaking Japanese to her. Like when they start talking, maybe not. I must have. Like, I thought there was that one point where she was speaking Japanese. Well, to she knows three yeah, languages because so. she was on Terrace House. So yeah. there you go. So, so the tail. Sid looks great. She's got bangs, and she's really nailed it. I was actually them off, yeah. which is always tough. Yeah, it is. Um, I loved her glasses too, like the rose tinted glasses she had. I love Lenny as the breakfast queen. Oh, <laughs> hey, great. is this a cult? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I'm into boys. Oh. Uh, What's her name? So died nice. so many times. The female Carrie. Oh yeah, Carrie. Oh, just kept yeah. blowing, exploding. Still the worst actress. In the so, show. so I think they realized yeah. last season they went off the rails and they needed to get grounded. So they did this really well, and it was nice to have them through this. Like it made me remember things slower. Mm-hmm. If they just threw us back into it, we would have all been disoriented, just like I, we were at the tail end of the last season. I agree with that. So it's very good that they had switched this character do to we, guide us through it. Do we know when Charles Xavier is supposed to come in? No, no, they just said nope, scenes from yet. the scenes from the next couple of episodes. Oh, I didn't get to do that because my TV. Or like so the yeah, they show him at the up. end. They they show him with Cerebro. He's like my son. I'm sure he'll come in relatively. This, soon. Mine, mine weirdly last, stopped like, about two minutes before the end of. Um, um, end of the episode. So you didn't even know if the on demand. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, the whole disappearing That's thing just hilarious. didn't happen. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, now Clark's TV has a hole in it. <laughs> all the episodes are like weirdly timed. They're like not quite an hour. It's like an hour and seven minutes. That's well, sci-fi. Uh, a lot of them have trouble with chopping things off on on demand. Oh yeah. The uh, yeah, I've had that problem before. I did like they were super smart to save the opening credits. I think for the end, I thought that was such a cool idea. It was great. I love like the little marching robots. Yeah, that was so cool. It definitely set up like, oh, this is like one full storyline. I liked that. And this is the last season, so I hopefully they go out with a bang. I was really excited for the demon that's in her like time traveling corridor. That was giggling. Oh, it was so creepy. It was so creepy. That show is like you know she's gonna have to go far back, and she had to lose a tooth in time travel. I hate losing missing teeth. It's not great. Like, just the thought liked, of someone's tooth falling uh, out. I love the representations of the doors of, like, an hour ago, two hours ago, <laughs> yes. four hours ago. So that was a really cool, like, literal representation of time travel. That's where it's keeping its surreal intelligence, because, like, the time traveling thing is so much more interesting by making it, like, kind of, like, quirky and wonky, not, yeah. like, like just sort of walking down and be like, oh, I'll take this door. Yeah. Versus, like, how normal people, I think, think of time travel as, like, just a brain drain back to wherever they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk about some comic books? Sure. So, War of Realms finished up this week um, with the sixth issue issue, of the miniseries, the last issue of the X-Men, the reissue miniseries, 
as well as Thor number 14, which we all should have read before. I was going to ask. I'm glad you told me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was really I, glad you dropped that note. I definitely knew that was going to happen because it said a tie-in, and I was like, they're not going to have this be an epilogue. It'll yeah. be... And I yeah. even before. finished X-Men. Too. It just made, fit, like, reading the last one. The X-Men was a fine little story, but it's pretty inconsequential. They kill off Sunspot, basically. Yeah, I, I told you guys that from, like, well, we, right. we even knew that because, like, he was hanging and, out with all of them and none of them were dead, and then, like... It was yeah. all and did you read the last page after... Uh, uh, after the issue ended in, in X-Men, uh, where it said, well, the next issue really is Uncanny X-Men number 16, but next week it's Uncanny X-Men yes. number 21. So, ha-ha. I was like, you fucking we bitch. Know. All this yeah. is going to be rewound at some point. It's I know. awful. You're going to bring back bitches. everyone. Uh, but, okay. Waste oh, I was going to say, I thought it was a very interesting comparison to see War of the Realms number 6 versus Thor having basically the same story told two very different yes. ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely liked War of the Realms a lot more. Um, I thought it was more full. I think I, I thought liked... it was a great, great event. Yeah, yeah. I, really I didn't did. like the event up until this issue. Yeah. It's this... a good it's definitely a reason for existing because of this whole like so, his arc. Episode five this, was this just event incoherent be, and nonsense. This event should be read collectively with all the tie-ins yes. together. I can't wait. Otherwise, otherwise, the story just Journey, seems disjointed. I love Journey into Mystery and the Giant Men one. And yeah, not only that, but it's also reading it as a coda for the entire Jason run. Yeah. Of, right. Or Jason Aaron run of Thor, which lasted the last six or seven years. Almost done. This is the final storyline he's going to do. And the he's King Thor. spinning... Well, no. That, he's spinning off King Thor, so yeah. that's one storyline. And then he's the final series of actual Thor. Right. Um, so, did you guys like uh, the fact that Loki was drawn being bitten in half in an earlier comic, and then <laughs> his legs are fully intact when he cuts his way out of... He's a god. Yeah, that sounds fine. Do they just grow back legs? Sure. Okay. Yeah, he's a god. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I loved you that uh, uh, okay. Jay Foster <laughs> had the Warthor hammer. The Warthor, Warthor was from the Ultimate Universe, right? Warthor, 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 um, and also, there's a bunch of spin-off books coming from it, including a Valkyrie series with Jane Foster, a Loki series. Um, I like the cover for that. Yeah. Where he's walking down the Brooklyn Bridge, and behind him is the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then another, there's a Punisher miniseries, which doesn't look all that great. Kill Crew. Uh, and then another one that I can't remember. Maybe it's just the King Thor miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's the Thor in the far future. Uh, so, yeah, War Realms was a... a a rare, wonderfully done event. Uh, had some missteps, but overall, fantastic. Yeah, I definitely am looking forward to reading that it. That art was just so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Russell Dowderman is a goddamn genius. So good. Genius. Show me a dead Valkyrie any day of the week. I'll, I'll eat it up. Literally? No. That's uh, weird. Oh, dead Valkyries? Oh, you Portals to hell? Oh, <laughs> so, limbo? Yum, yum. Give it to me. The <laughs> other two comics we read this week... Much. Uh, friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 8 and Mr. and Mrs. X number 12, which was the last issue of the series. Good Hooray! Um, <laughs> gone with a whimper, not a bang. Um, so what happened at the end? They, uh, they, Gambit takes over the guild again. Gambit's yeah, yeah. still the king of thieves. And Shit. he's also barred the X-Men. 
It's, is that your Cajun accent? That's this is when I know that the writing pisses me off. Is like it's when people call it out. Like they're like, "Look, you keep taking it away and giving it back and taking it away." So I'm taking this kingdom, and that's the last time we'll ever hear from this again until I need another plot line. Like I'm just like, this is so dumb to even call. You guys this out. keep trying to take it away from me, but this is the last time. And when you try to take it away from me or my dad, oh boy! <laughs> so this issue, this series lasted 12 issues. The first six were that Shiar storyline, yeah. yeah. And then we had that one issue where it was the party at like their apartment with all Which the X Men. That was that was my favorite yeah. issue. And then then it was. The three issue Mojo or four issue Mojo series, and then the two to three issues of, of the Guild stuff. So it was poorly paced. I felt. It's, I mean, we are losing something though because uh, the BDSM community is not getting the book <laughs> that they need. There was someone tied up in chains on wood plaques, upside down, spread full the eagle. Like we That's got something. Only they were session. tied together. They were tied separately. Yeah, they were shaming. Tied- I hope. You, I look in that uh, previous miniseries that she did as well. The the Mr. and Mrs. X miniseries before that, they yeah, that series before that, they also had them tied tables and stuff. There's an underlining, like, I like it. All my fan fiction has got a good base to start back. I mean, Wark (laughs) Clyde's, it's. It happens prevalently. Uh, yeah. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Still really enjoying it. It's a good. It's a good little series. It's just uh, I love the what's the character's name? The older woman. Um, the rumor. The rumor. Yeah, I love she's her. fun. I, I love that she's suiting up and doing stuff. Yeah, she's just like an old badass bitch. So she has powers that can like just change people's minds for like shortly, or is that not part of it? She was just really good at convincing them to let her in, or it was like a trap for her. Uh, is it unclear? That's not really her power, I thought. Because she does this, like, have this, like, little eye thing going on, which was a little creepy, where it looks like she's turned her eyelids inside out. Was she thinking? No, she was, she was was rumoring. She She spread some rumors. The only way you think is when you turn your eyelids inside out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait. Am I doing it? Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, who is, uh, Helmuth? Helmuth, do we know who that is? Is Uh, I don't know who that is. I know the Prowler. I like the Prowler a lot. Milf? Milf? The Milf, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hellman. Hellman. Hellman's Which name is? is? If you have a swollen tongue, you try and say Hellman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I always like the Prowler, especially when like he's not an out-and-out villain. Like, yeah. He's a cool character. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Hmm. No. Okay, well. So next week, we've got the second episode of Legion. Uh, we've got X, Uncanny X-Men number 21, which I believe is the last issue of the Rosenberg run. Mm. Um, and Deceased number three, which is a fun little miniseries. Yes. And as we said last week, we are going to review Age of X-Men uh, once it ends, once Omega comes out, which should be in the next couple of weeks or so. And we'll be seeing Far From Home. Yes, yeah. so we're going to do yeah. Far From Home, we're going to do Season 2 of Dark, and we're going to have our 4th of July episode. Happy America Day! Woo! America! Fireworks! Boo, 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 boo. Well, this has been Home with Superior. I'm going to end it! <laughs>